You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel on Monday, the 9th of January. This is Mark Weiss with the top news at this hour. Following the release of veteran Palestinian security prisoner Karim Yunis from prison, the coalition is fast-tracking a bill that will allow Israeli citizens convicted of terrorist offences to be stripped of their citizenship. Yunis was released from prison late last week after serving a 40-year prison sentence for murdering Israeli soldier Avram Bromberg. The Knesset House Committee, which is chaired by Likud Knesset member Ophir Katz, is discussing a motion to move up the date of the bill's deliberation. The bill, if passed into law, will allow for the state to strip the citizenship of any Israeli who receives payment from the Palestinian Authority or any other foreign entity after an act of terrorism or any other act that was damaging to national security. The preamble to the bill argues that by accepting payment of that kind, the person in question essentially proved that they had conceded their Israeli citizenship. The bill seeks to create clear linkage between accepting payment for committing an act of terrorism and the right to citizenship or residency. Yunus never expressed any remorse for his action, and his first words he uttered upon leaving prison were, I salute the members of our great nation who have been fighting now for 100 years without raising a white flag. Khadash Tal Knesset member Ahmed Tibi said that this was a populist bill that was targeted only against Arabs. Does anyone imagine revoking the citizenship of the Jewish murderer of Yitzhak Rabin, he asked? Even if you're a serial killer, you can keep your citizenship as long as you are Jewish, he said. Justice Minister Yariv Levin is moving ahead with his judicial reform plan and will submit a memorandum for legislation changes in the next few days. First, he will submit the changes to basic law, the judiciary, so that the composition of the judges' selection committee can be changed, as well as the method in which judges are selected. The Justice Minister will also move ahead quickly with the legislation of the override clause, and possibly also with abolishing reasonability as grounds. The public will be given 21 days to respond to the proposals. Minister Levine met yesterday with Supreme Court President Esther Chayut for the first time since announcing his reforms. The meeting was held in Chayut's office and, contrary to the norm, no statements or, joint, or, or a joint photograph were issued afterwards. Prime Minister Netanyahu promised United Torah Judaism and Shas's leaders that no work would be done on the Sabbath by Israel Railways unless it was life-saving. A representative of the chief rabbinate will be included on the committee that decides on Sabbath work. A senior member of United Torah Judaism threatened yesterday that the party would quit the government if Sabbath work were approved that was not life-saving. Transport Minister Miri Regev instructed the professional teams to examine how to reduce the scope of work on the Sabbath to a minimum. United Torah Judaism Deputy Transport Minister Uri Maklev said this morning that his party is insisting that there be no work at all on the Sabbath. 
In an interview with the Col Barama radio station, he said, We are not willing to concede this. The Deputy Minister, who attended the meeting at the Transport Ministry yesterday with Israel Railways officials, said, The working assumption is that there is no work on the Sabbath. You can't use the term life-saving for everything. Perhaps we'll also open the HMO health funds on the Sabbath. It is possible to plan things so that work doesn't get done on the Sabbath. In the Jerusalem municipality, we build all the tunnels and roads without having to desecrate the Sabbath. US Secretary of State Antony Blinken is planning to come to Israel and meet with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Blinken, who is likely to arrive at the end of this month, is coming to prepare Netanyahu's visit to Washington in February and to get an in-depth sense of what the Israeli government's plans are. The weather. Colder with intermittent rain, particularly in the centre and the south today, accompanied by isolated thunder showers. Maximum temperatures, Jerusalem 15, Tel Aviv 17, Haifa 18, Elat 19 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Kanreka, the Israel Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8pm Israel time for our one-hour news programme.